It is better to remain silent at the risk of being thought a fool than to talk and remove all doubt of it. Hi, this is Beth at BetJens.net, and I just thought that was a very funny quote on wisdom. You know, wisdom is something that is so important in our lives, and a lot of times when we're younger, we don't have a lot of wisdom. It's gained over the period of our lifetime, our experiences, our education, and many times through the school of hard knocks. Now, there are some younger people that are very wise and knowledgeable. I'm not saying they don't, they're not ever wise, but many times that wisdom does come through as we pass through life, as we become older. And King Solomon prayed to God for wisdom. And I wanted to read that to you. It is found in 1 Kings 3, and it starts at verse 5, and this goes through uh, verse 13, 5 through 13. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give you. And Solomon said, You have shown great and steadfast love to your servant, David, my father, because he walked before you in faithfulness, in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart toward you. And you have kept for him this great and steadfast love and have given him a son to sit on his throne this day. And of course, Solomon was talking about himself there. And now, O Lord, my God, and here's where he's asking God for what he wants. You have made your servant king in place of David, my father, although I'm but a little child. And I thought that was actually quite humble of Solomon to say. I am but a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of your people whom you have chosen, a great people, too many to be numbered or counted for multitude. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, that I may discern between good and evil, for who is able to govern this your great people? And so here Solomon is asking God for wisdom. Wisdom to rule the people, wisdom to be king over these people, Israel. It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. And God said to him, Because you have asked this and have not asked for yourself long life or riches or the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding, wisdom, to discern what is right, behold, I now do according to your word. Behold, I give you a wise and discerning mind, so that none like you has been before you, and none like you shall arise after you. That is an incredible promise. God is saying, I'm going to give you so much wisdom. It's like nobody that has ever existed before you, and you'll have wisdom like nobody after you. No king after you will have the wisdom that you have. I give you also what you have not asked both riches and honor, so that no other king shall compare with you all your days. And if you will walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and my commandments as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your drink, your days. So King Solomon knew the value of wisdom, that it was greater than gold, that it was greater than silver, it was greater than all the riches and honor of anything. He knew it was so important. And I believe that we should ask for that wisdom too. James 1.5 says, 
If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. The Psalms, Proverbs, the Bible is filled with wisdom for us to read and meditate on. And we can also learn from other people, coaches and counselors. You know, we as Christian believers are not perfect. The only perfect person was Jesus Christ. But we are made in God's image and we do believe in Jesus. However, we have to still contend with the flesh. And so we make mistakes. We sin in our lives. We do this every day. We fall. We get back up. And so do our spouses, our children, and other people we love. And when we see people that we love, our kids, you know, as parents, it's so hard. We see our kids and we know they're about to make this big mistake or they are in sin. And we know that it's going to have devastating consequences in their lives. All we can do is pray for them and not try to control them or tell them what to do with their lives. And this is so hard. And for me, as a recovering control freak, it is very hard. One reason is you want them to avoid pain. You want them to avoid the pain that you have experienced in your own life. You've been down that road. You know where it leads. You know it leads to no good. You know it leads to pain and heartache. And you want to spare them that. But as my husband Ray has told me, Beth, our children have to live their own lives. They have to learn it for themselves. So, it, especially, you know, if you've been through that, that certain thing yourself. And you know, you know where it goes. You know the pain and heart, heartache that comes with it. Our hindsight is often 2020, and we want to help people, the people that we love, our spouse, our children, other people we love, our friends, but it is their life and their choices. And so we have to let them choose their own life and walk their own road. So I've got some tips today for you. If you would like to live a life of wisdom, such as Solomon asked God for, here are some tips today for you on gaining a heart of wisdom. The first thing is to seek God, to obey God, to read and study his word, to know what it says and meditate on it and then apply it to your life. And of course, you know, like I said, none of us are perfect, but we do the best we can. We seek God and we ask his help. Number two is to pray. Ask God, just like this verse says in James 1.5, ask him for wisdom. If any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all. God will give you generous wisdom for everything in your life. Number three is to worship and praise God. Worship of God, that's what we were made for, is to worship God. He is our creator. He is a king of kings, a lord of lords. And as we worship him, we will surrender to him and we will be able to walk in obedience to him. Number four is to surround ourselves with wise people. There is a verse on this, and I want to look it up real quick. Quickly, I'm sorry, I forgot to look that up. Abundance of wisdom and counselors. Okay. And 
Okay, here it is. Proverbs 15:22, and it says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. And that is so true. We need counselors in our in our lives. We need people that have wisdom. We need to surround ourselves with wise people. And this can be in areas of our marriage, areas of parenting, areas of business, our health, our finances. The different areas of our lives need wisdom, need God's wisdom. We can get coaches in our lives. There's also something to be said for getting new playgrounds and new playmates, not being around people that in the past have been influential in a bad way in our lives that caused us to stumble, but surrounding ourselves with people that are successful and that are on fire for God, people that will help us to succeed in our marriage as moms or dads, as, you know, speakers and authors, people that have gone ahead of us and they have achieved success and they have done great things for God. Those are the people we want to surround ourselves with. Number five is accountability partners. I don't know about you, but I'm very human and I mess up. I sin at times. And so when I do sin, I need to repent quickly and I need to be accountable to women of God in my life. And same thing for men. They need men of God in their lives to be accountable to. We all need people in our lives to be accountable to for our walk with God. Number six is to learn from our own mistakes and our sins. We don't keep doing the same stupid things. That's the definition of, of insanity. To keep doing the same things over and over again and think is going to have a different outcome. We want to repent quickly. We want to ask God for help to walk in righteousness, to walk in obedience to Jesus. We want to learn from the things that we have messed up in and then not go that way again. And God can help us to do that. Number seven is to read and to grow personal, personally, to have that personal growth and grow in knowledge, grow in education, grow in learning. And just have a, a, a lifestyle of learning and growing in knowledge. So those are my tips for you today. I pray that this was encouraging to you. I pray it blessed you. And I want to pray right now and ask God to give us the wisdom that we need and our family also. You know, it's hard when you're a mom or you're a dad and you see your kids going away that you know that is not a good road to go down. That is going to cause pain in your life. Why? Because you've been there before. But, you know, as my husband says, we have to let them go and let God and trust God and just pray. All you can do is pray. Same thing with other people we love in our lives. And same thing for ourselves. You know, we need God's wisdom to navigate our lives. So I want to pray real quick. And um, then if you want to contact me, you can contact me at my website at betjens.net. God, I just come before you in Jesus' name, and I thank you and I praise you that you are a God of wisdom. You are all wisdom. You are all knowledge. You are the creator of the earth and everyone, God, and you have the wisdom 
that we all need. Your word, the Bible, has the wisdom that we need as our roadmap, as our GPS in this life. And so, God, I, I now pray for wisdom for myself, for my husband, Ray, for our three beautiful daughters, Heather, Eden, and Leah, my son-in-law, Craig, all of our grandchildren, God. I pray your wisdom, my sister and her family, and all of our family members and our extended family, God, for the listener and their loved ones. I pray generous, liberal wisdom from above to help us in this beautiful but often challenging life. God, we don't know which way to go, but you do. You see the future. You know everything that is ahead. So God, I pray that you would give us wisdom for the road for today and wisdom for the roads tomorrow. And I just pray that we would seek you and we would find you. And God, I pray your blessings be upon us and those we love. Help us, God, not to make foolish mistakes, not to sin and cause you grief and heartache, and not to cause ourselves pain. But we would live out our days in wisdom, God. We would discern the times, and we would seek you, and we would seek to please you and put a smile on your face, so that when we see you, we would hear those precious words, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. God, I ask all of this right now, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, be blessed. I hope you have a beautiful day. If you would like me to speak at your women's conference or event, you can find out more at my website at betjens.net. You can also find out about the books that I've written at my Amazon author page at www.amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Beth M. Jones. I am now writing a children's book. The illustrator is working on the final images for that inside, and that should be ready soon. I'm thinking probably a March 2020 launch day. Hopefully, <laughs> she will be through by then. I'm really excited about it because this is my first children's book. My husband, Ray, and our daughter, Leah, were encouraging me to write a children's book, and I said I didn't know how. And my husband said that never stopped you before because you wrote, you wrote all those other books and you didn't know how to write them either. But God helped me to write them. So I'm excited. My daughter Leah has designed the cover for it. And I hired an illustrator at Fiverr to illustrate the beautiful images inside. So excited about Leah's cute cover and these illustrations, and I pray that it will be a blessing to you and your family. I will let you know more about that. To find out more about that, be sure to sign up as a subscriber at my website at betjens.net. I will talk to you later. Be blessed.